0: Welcome to another edition of We Want to Talk About It Now. Continuing our top 100 players of all time, we're going to be counting down from 90 to 81, as always. If I'm talking basketball, I'm talking basketball with Steven Sosa. How's everything going, Stephen? Que Nothing, nothing at all. Um, for anyone wondering, que pasa means what happens, um, or uh, more it's colloquial, like saying, it'd what... be like what's up. So Yeah, it's
1: like saying what's up.
0: I, I just, I love Spanish. So do I Um, go in comfort is how I like to say it. Uh, So let's just hop into it. Um, Just recap. Uh, Now I'm not going to recap our list. You guys can go listen to the podcast. Uh, That'll just, if we, if we recap every single time. Right. Just listen to the other one. All right. Well, I'm going to start off. I'm actually just going to, since I'm going to go 90 and 89. Um, because they're itch brothers. I have Luka Doncic at spot 90 and Nikola Jokic at spot 89.
1: Nice. Some
0: very new flavor. I think this is the highest anyone who's only been in the league. Like, although Nikola's been, I feel like Jokic has been playing for a while, but I'm pretty confident this is the highest rated person who's played less than 10 years on yeah, my list, both Luka be. and Nikola Might be because nobody else has wowed me that's played less than and played fewer than 10 years.
1: Luca is definitely going to crush a lot of records in his career because he's already like so good. It's stupid. So,
0: yeah. Um. What do you, what do you think about my placement there? What are your 90 and
1: 89? Um. Well, my 90 and 89 are Boris DL and Patrick Ewing.
0: Wow. Okay, good. So I don't think I need to explain too much about Luka Doncic, Nikola Jokic. Nikola still has, I think he's going to climb way higher on this list because he already has an MVP and he'll just yeah, put I, I, more and more of a resume together. Luka, I'm pretty confident will jump, but he is, he's, is, he's got to start putting stuff on the resume. He's got to get an MVP. He's got to get some, at least conference championship victories for me to whoa. consider moving him higher. He could honestly, like, be off of this list if he plays the rest of his career exactly how he's played it so far.
1: Well, I think he'll be on the list if he keeps playing like he's playing. He's he's been incredible. I think uh, I heard one of the best ways to describe his game that I've heard. He's a mix between Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. Like if the two of them had a basketball baby, it would be him.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I, that is an app comparison. And then I want to hop back over to yours. So you had Patrick Ewing. That's, yes. Wow. That's very early in the list. I, I definitely but have him first, coming up soon.
1: First I had Boris DL.
0: Yeah. And that's a, I'm really curious of, of a hundred players ever. You got Boris Diaw. Um, yes, sir. I'm confused by all the people that you definitely are leaving off your list that are probably better than Boris Dio.
1: Do you know that Mike D'Antoni said um, in a in a coach's uh, open court, it was a coach's edition of open court, and they had a bunch of coaches uh, on there, and Mike D'Antoni was on there, and they were asked who were the smartest play, the smartest player they ever coached. Who was it? Go, you know. And uh they asked D'Antoni, and Mike D'Antoni said the smartest player he ever coached was Boris Diaw.
0: Mm, that's probably why Mike D'Antoni never won any championships because he's not very good at assessing talent. <laughs>
1: uh, Boris Diaw was amazing. Um. <laughs> Boris Diaw uh was was a point center one season in in 6 he played he started at center um and um was amazing um i believe he averaged somewhere around 13.6 assists and seven rebounds something like that and as the starting center for that team, and remember they had Steve Nash on that team, and that ball moved. You know they passed the ball on that team.
0: Man, I really kind of hate my list at this point, honestly. Yeah, like because like I, I like a I almost like a pick like that more than like some of the people on here that I never witnessed play. And a lot of these people who were part of like Celtics championships, and like well they were the leading scorer on the Celtics for those eleven championships. So obviously they have to be in the top one hundred. I'm like, do they? Do they really like no, they really just benefited from like if I was start if I was going to be like creating a team, that's how I should I want to be viewing this list more because right now I have a bunch of people I'm like, no, i I would not want them on my team. I would not want them on my team and I would like not I want said, them on my. Team.
1: like I said in the in the last episode in the previous episode we did, um I am trying to be as objective as I can be. and Boris Dial um was a point center um who could handle the ball pretty well for a guy his size great great passer one of the best passers who ever played the game and that's undisputable um if you know anything about the game and you watch that guy play he was he played basketball like perfectly basically um the 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 way the game is supposed to be played, Boris D Al played that way. You hit the open man, you know, um, Boris could rebound. He could defend all five positions. Um, and he was like, in a lot of ways, he reminds me of like magic Johnson, but, um, <laughs> he didn't the offense the whole offense never like went through him like that he was always on teams where the ball moved but he's actually one of the best passers ever he's a he was a great rebounder um in the uh 2013-14 finals he was on the spurs and he defended he was the primary defender on um on LeBron James for most of that series. Um, And he was incredible. Um, On those Suns teams, those were some of his best years of his career. Um, uh, As I said before, one year he averaged, I think 13.6 rebounds and seven assists or something close to that, starting at center for for the Suns. Um, Amari Stoudemire was out uh, during that time, but Boris Diaw was amazing. Um, and uh, they, he was part of that Suns team in 05-06 that played that epic series against the Clippers. Um, and obviously when they went went up against Kobe's Lakers that season, um, he he was a starter on that team. Uh one of the best passes I've ever seen. One of the best all around. Are you still players. talking
0: about Boris Dio? Hold on. Are we still talking know. about Boris Dio? Did you yeah. really just did it, Did you really just did five minutes just transpire talking about Boris Dio?
1: Boris Dio <laughs> deserves five minutes.
0: Um not on a 45-minute podcast when we're going over 20 players. That's two minutes a person.
1: <laughs> all right, all right. So Boris Dio was amazing. Just know he's one of the best all-around players ever. And Mike. Dan Tony said he was the smartest player he ever coached and that is high praise.
0: Okay. F- so fair enough. I, yeah. Um. So next on my list, I have um, spot 88, Ryan Anderson. Okay. No, no response at all. I
1: wouldn't have put him on this list, but yeah,
0: well, good. See, I was testing you, Steven. I didn't put him on my list. That was a test one. I was giving you a little test and you should have been enraged by me putting Ryan Anderson on this list. Where's the enragement? Where is it? Oh,
1: I just said, okay, you can pick whoever you want. I just wouldn't have put him on there.
0: Uh, Brian Scalabrini. Uh, no, number 88, this i am actually going a little inspired by you, Stephen, with this one, I I have just completely changed my 80 through 70 to replace some of the old these that I don't think are as good. Michael red. Oh, hell yeah. Little sneaky, good three point shooter, um, on the Milwaukee bucks. Honestly, we had like a really good run for about four to five years, just absolutely tearing it up. And then, you know, just got old. It's all good.
1: I just want to say, can you hear that?
0: Is he on yours?
1: I'm clapping for you. He's not on mine, but that is a great pick.
0: Essentially 2003 to 2008. He was awesome. Like he was hitting three point shots before everybody was hitting three point shots. Um, And it was just a, you needed some buckets, go get some buckets. Um, And I'm pretty sure he has like a gold medal too. Yeah. He's got a gold medal. Look at this guy. Look at this
1: guy. He was a great all around player whose crime didn't last very long. So he doesn't get talked about a lot, but he's actually one of the most talented players I've ever seen play basketball.
0: Yeah. And like, I, oh man, it's like hard. Cause I, can I tell you who I took off the list to Sidney Moncrief? I took Sydney Moncrief off for Michael. You Wren. know what's
1: funny? Last night I was going through my list and I took Sydney Moncrief off.
0: Okay, good. Yeah. I, I was like, look at stuff. I'm like, yeah, what's even harder with Michael Red though is uh, my thing is like can you tell the story of basketball without this player there are so many players who are like so like Robert Ori which I think was on your list right
1: yeah Robert Ori's on my list
0: Um, like Robert Ori I didn't include on mine and I kind of wish that I would because with the story of basketball he's an absolute essential but Michael Red not as essential but you know what he was better than you put Michael Red on any team in the 70s uh 60s or 50s he's gonna do really good and i know that people are gonna be like well you can't compare eras i'm sorry i'm starting a team that needs to compete in the nba today i'm not gonna put sydney Moncrief on there i'm sorry
1: i mean i'm not saying there weren't players that could play in the 70s absolutely me me neither but but michael Red would have killed in any in any um era you drop him in any era he'll be one of the best players in the league in his prime
0: yeah, but uh, that's my number 88 who you got at number 88
1: and I just want to say one more thing about Michael Redd if you ask any of the best players uh, during the time that Michael Redd played you know they'll tell you when he was in his prime like he would he would have showdowns with you know Kobe Bryant and the Lakers and stuff like that like the, the guy could drop 40 plus points on you and he'd get a bunch of assists too. He could defend, he could do all kinds of things, and he was a great shooter. Anyway, what number?
0: Uh, number 88.
1: Okay, I got Draymond Green. Okay, I'm gonna go through, gonna go through this fast. One of the best all around players ever, one of the most versatile defenders ever, um, one of the best passers ever played the game, great rebounder. Just just a great all-around player, can handle the ball pretty well, um, and is the only player to ever get a triple-double without scoring.
0: That's always made me laugh because it's always like, how close you were to a quadruple-double, my friend. (laughs) You were five baskets away.
1: (laughs) That is super impressive because that's hard. That means he got a triple-double and got double figures in two defensive categories. Like, that is hard.
0: Yeah, I So agree.
1: Draymond Green is definitely On this list
0: Spoiler alert for our next episode Draymond Green will be making an appearance On my list, not on the actual podcast He has his own podcast that I think he does
1: Yes, uh, he does
0: number eight, really good. My number 87 uh, Not going to talk too much about him But uh, r- instrumental in Keeping the Denver franchise Relevant uh, so that Nikola Jokic could play on the Denver Nuggets David Thompson, the high flyer slasher himself. Don't need yeah, to talk sure. too much about him. I feel like he was essential in keeping Denver with, uh, was it Kiki VanderWay? Like a very relevant uh, team. So I just want to mention him for the, the boys and girls at home who don't know who David, or sorry uh, to be offensive, for anyone at home uh, that doesn't know who David Thompson is. Go look him up. Watch uh, some of his highlight reels on TV. Uh, I, grew, I grew a great affinity for him playing NBA 2K. He was on my I forget what that's called on NBA 2K. My all-time team. Whatever I watched, team my team. My my team mode. Um, and he was a major scorer for us.
1: I watched part of the 76. Like, I watched one or two games from the 1976 ABA Finals between the Nuggets and the Nets. And uh, uh, David Thompson was on a team with Dan Issel. Um... And uh, in Denver, and he was there, I thought he was their best player watching those games. Um, he was incredible, uh, really athletic, and just great all around for the most part. And like I've said in previous episodes, he was one of Michael Jordan's favorite players to watch as a kid. So
0: I love it. And who is your number 87?
1: Jimmy Buckets. Oh, Jimmy, wow. Jimmy Butler.
0: Uh already
1: one. one of what?
0: That's a good one.
1: Already one of the best two-way players that ever played all time. Um uh I mean already um and uh can defend probably 3 4 he's forced 2 positions defensively. He's one of the best scorers that ever played. I expect him to be a top 10 scorer all time by the end of his career. He's in the prime of his career right now. Um, He is one of the elite players in the league. He's clutch. He's got handles. um, He can shoot from mid-range or from three, um, can defend his ass off, can rebound, can do all kinds of things. So that's Jimmy Butler.
0: Yeah, I only have one quip with that. I love Jimmy Butler as a pick. There's no way that he is going to become a top ten all time scoring. There's no way.
1: We will see.
0: He just misses too many games. We will like, see. What? Uh, like I would? Do you want to? I will bet you ten thousand dollars. I do you want to take that bet? I will bet you ten thousand dollars that Jimmy Butler will not make it into the top ten all time scoring.
1: Well, considering. I don't know what kind of financial situation I'm going to be when Jimmy <laughs> Butler retires. Um, no. Uh, can I, can I,
0: can I throw some numbers at you really quick? So he's at 12,010 total yeah. points. Yeah. Okay. Um, And the 10th place is 27,409. So he would need 17. He, he would need to nearly triple where he is at right now in eight years
1: he could do it he,
0: like he so could. so here's the thing i also could do it like if i have enough belief in myself if you if you believed in me you could say alex you can do it just saying dude, you could like it's very 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 unlikely that he's going to do it alex, very unlikely alex-
1: that is very disrespectful. You know you couldn't play. Wait, 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 wait. Time out,
0: time out, time out. Can I can I name some players who aren't top 10 in scoring yet in their careers that are still playing? Kevin Durant.
1: <sighs> He's definitely going to end up. James
0: Harden. He's Jimmy definitely... Butler is? Okay, so here's the thing, though he's going to have to beat out Kevin, not, Durant, J- not
1: Jimmy Butler, Kevin Durant will definitely end up in the top 10. What I, what you're making Jimmy, your case
0: worse for yourself by saying that <laughs> I said, Kevin Durant.
1: Will
0: nope. de- no, 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 no. But remember initially, I don't know why I'm getting hung up on this. You said Jimmy Butler will get to the top 10 in score. Yes, right?
1: I did. I believe that both of them will end up there.
0: All right, uh, other people in front of him right now.
1: Hey, he has a lot James of Harden. Let, he has a lot of career left. He is
0: 32 years old, dude.
1: He has a lot of career left.
0: The he's Duke old, can, he's older than he I am. Not,
1: if he does not get injured, like a serious injury, the dude could play till he's 40.
0: Russell Westbrook is, um, is ahead of him in total points and is spot 33. Chris Paul is ahead of him and is at spot 41. Joe Johnson. So
1: you're talking about guys that are like
0: Stephen Curry is okay. at spot 49 and is currently ahead of him.
1: That's just the top 50. Steph Curry is definitely going to end up uh somewhere in the top 20 in
0: scoring. So, I can't even find Jimmy Butler on this list, my friend. I that's how care. that's how far away he is from 20,000 like I just want I just want to point like this is this is where we lose our credibility, Stephen. It's it's it's, it's statements not, like well, that.
1: <laughs> I'm not losing no credibility. He has a lot He's, more.
0: No, there's no way he is going like that. I, I would bet you, I'll bet you a million dollars. I would bet you any sum of money that he won't make it into the top 10 scoring in NBA history. I guarantee it.
1: <laughs> oh my God. He,
0: the, there's there's no path.
1: Time. There's Wait no path. Wait a minute. There's a lot of time left in his career he could, he, and he's a, he's a natural born scorer. The guy gets buckets better than almost anybody who's ever played the game. I will bet. I will swear on my mother's grave. Wow. Oh, wow. Going to make the top 10 all time. And, and you don't know yet whether he's going to or not. Uh, he could have a game where he scores 60 something points. He could have more than one game like that in his career. Um, I, I believe Jimmy Butler is going to end up in the top 10. I'm not backing down. We don't lose any credibility by me saying it because you don't have a crystal ball. We don't know the future. I'm just guessing.
0: So in order for him to get to 17,000, uh, that 17,000 point number, I just mentioned. Yeah. He will have to play 8.6 seasons averaging the highest points per game total he ever had, which was 2016-2017, when he averaged 23.9. So that's
1: fine. That's fine. I that's yeah. just to
0: catch Moses Malone. But remember,
1: hey, hey Alex, I bet you, I bet you, I will bet you, I will bet you a thousand dollars that eight years from now he ends up in the top 10 and scoring.
0: Wow, I take that bet. i'm I'm virtually shaking your hand i am setting a calendar thing for eight years from now if he's still in the league but mind you um
1: and i will i will hit you up for that (laughs) that's the case with every single player of course he could end up getting hurt or something like that
0: well i'm even like i'm pretending he even if he doesn't get like hurt there's no way he does it
1: um I I disagree. I think he has a really good chance. I don't. Playing. Why am
0: I struggling to make this? Po- I don't know why this is such a hard thing for you to wrap your head around. Like, OK, look, at, look like, I, I'm wasting time, but like it's a hard thing. For is he going to is he going to pass? Is he going to pass Kareem? No. Is he going to pass Karl Malone? No. Is he going to pass LeBron James? No. All right. So there's three people there that, at 36,000 points. Is he going to pass Kobe Bryant at 33,000 points?
1: He's at what right now? He
0: is at 10,000. So he'd need 23,000 points, 6,000 more than what we already uh, talked about.
1: I'm going to say he's not going to pass Kobe.
0: Is he going to pass Michael Jordan at 32,000? So that's 22,000 points you'd have to get. So that'd be about 10 seasons averaging 23 points per game after he can this. Do season. It.
1: He can do it.
0: Do so you think he can pass Jordan?
1: Yes.
0: All right. So. There are. Wow. Okay, but that's why I'm having a difficulty. Like the fact that you even think that is a possibility is like, I can't believe
1: you don't think Jimmy Buckets, his nickname Buckets is in his nickname. I am
0: just looking at the people on this list and Jimmy Butler doesn't belong among these people.
1: Well, there's a lot of he's got a lot of career left.
0: Man, I'll tell you. So in order to do that, to pass Michael Jordan at thirty two thousand, you change the math up a little bit. So I'll that's give you
1: one more, too.
0: He has to play 11 seasons.
1: I'll give you one more, thing. averaging 23
0: points a game. So at, at 43, Jimmy
1: Butler, Jimmy Butler will get a ring uh before the end of his career and he'll do it as a starter.
0: That is much more likely than him. Like, I'm not gonna bet that one. That one I could totally see. That's not that's not hard for me to write right, my other Well, The
1: other ones I bet you also. I bet you a thousand dollars he ends up in the top 10. In scoring at the end of his career, anyway. Oh my
0: gosh, dude, no joke! I just pulled up ESPN. Jimmy Butler's out for the rest of the season with an Achilles.
1: This year? Yeah. Oh, I so it looks like you I take. It looks like you uh, like owe, like owe me a thousand dollars. Looks like you owe me a
0: thousand dollars. Awesome, great. No, no, I'm I'm messing with you. He's not really injured. <laughs>
1: okay, I was gonna say, if he tore
0: Achilles, I'm taking him off there. But all right, I'm not going to spend too much time since we just spent ten minutes. Like, I I still. I enjoyed that debate. I hope that you're doing it because, like, that's an insane statement. So I'm crossing my fingers that it's just for good, good banter. Number eighty-six for me,
1: Christopher Jimmy Weber. Butler Is one of the most gifted scorers in the league right now.
0: I don't know where you're getting that information from. He averages 21 points a game, but why is he it's a gifted hard, scorer?
1: It's hard to score 20
0: points a game. I know, but in order to get Twenty-seven thousand points which is what he has to get he needs to average a little bit more than 21 points a game he can do it i'm gonna look up moses malone really quick in his stats just because that's the guy he's chasing well really he's chasing kevin durant right um
1: we disagree
0: okay we just we just disagree about jimmy butler's ability i'm just surprised that your friend jeff that you talked to who listens to the podcast thinks my opinions are bad like i'm very confused that he doesn't have any problem with your opinion.
1: Sometimes
0: Jeff agrees with you. Moses Malone, 31 points per game in one of his seasons. Like he's seven points per game more than Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so yeah, Chris Weber and, uh, uh, and to spite Steven, I'm not going to say anything except for Chris Weber spot 86. Who's your 86.
1: <laughs> okay. Joel Embiid. Ooh. Okay. Joel Embiid is a great two-way player. He's a great shot blocker. He is one of the best post-up scorers um, that I've ever seen play. Uh, Great footwork. He's got a great mid-range jumper. He's got a little bit of three-point range. Can rebound the heck out of the ball. Can run the floor. I love uh, Joel Embiid.
0: No, I love that. And he will also be making an appearance in a later episode of uh, our top 100 players. Um, And then I'm just going to knock 85 and 84 out in one fell swoop. And the reason being is because they are brothers at spot 85. I have Mark Gasol and at spot 84, I have Powell. The reason that I went with Pow over Mark is just because of the importance that he played in the championships that he won. Uh, Mm -hmm. Mark did play an important part in that Raptors, but not nearly as important as his brother's both amazing players, very similar games to one another. Right. I, uh, I think they both belong. They, they, they're part of the story of basketball and how the European influence came to the NBA.
1: Yeah. Um, and, uh, Paul Gasol, uh, doesn't get enough mention in my opinion as one of the best, uh, uh, big men who ever played the game. He was, And Mark Gasol is a former Defensive Player of the Year, and was a better, a little bit better defender than Powell. But they had a very similar game, you know. Um, So they were great players. You want me to name my eighty-five?
0: Yes, please. And your eighty-five, and then you can go into your eighty-four after.
1: Okay, my number eighty-five is Kawhi Leonard. Um, was Hmm. a great. He's a great all-around player. He doesn't play a lot of games usually. Um, uh, he's out a lot, but uh he's super talented, one of the best two-way players ever played the game. Uh a great, great defensive player. Um uh, Jordan-esque type game, Jordan Kobe-esque type game. Uh so one of the best two-way players ever, super clutch. Um and and I just love him as a player. Uh, number eighty four. I have Joe Kim Noah. Hmm. So
0: he had a really good. He was a good short run guy too.
1: Right, Joe Kim yeah. Noah for about for about like there was a long time where, uh, um, you know, quite a few years he was he was one of the best big men in the NBA. He was one of the best rebounders um, uh, that ever played the game in his prime. Um, he had an ugly, like uh mid-range jumper that was automatic. It didn't look good when he shot it, but he made it a lot. Uh, he's a great rebounder, great defensive player, was part of that 2010-11 Bulls team. Uh, that was so good defensively and he was kind of their defensive anchor, you know. So Joe Kim Noah, pure energy, about seven feet tall, could pass the ball, had a mid-range shot, and could absolutely lock down the paint. I mean, one of the best rim protectors ever. So that's Joe Kim Noah.
0: Love it. I uh my number are we at 83 already? Yeah. This is the one I had a hard time with omitting or keeping him on. But it seems like he was important just because he won as a player and as a coach. Sam Jones of the Boston Celtics, he was one of those right. people I was kind of alluding to, leading score for a couple of seasons and won a number of championships. Seems like you can't tell the story of basketball without him and then he goes ahead and wins some championships as a coach too. Um looked him up. Yeah, uh, seems to play very normal. They're when I was watching his highlights, there was nothing that made me go, oh, wow, that's amazing. But uh feels like I had to include him. So Sam Jones, spot 83. Someone who also won't make my list is like George Mikan. Because I do think George Mikan important to the history of the game. But like, I don't know, like I would never want George Mikan. We've seen how tall white guys pan out um <laughs> george Mirasan sean bradley uh <laughs> that's
1: unfair that's unfair
0: They made me like a really solid tall like like mark eaton maybe but he was george just Novitsky. he doesn't count though like is it weird like this might sound it's racist tall well no, no no is it weird how i'm like if you're a european white you don't count <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah that's weird anyway uh that's how i roll um uh, my 83. Can I say my 83? Yeah, yep, you can. Okay, my number 83. This one goes out to my uh brother Louis. Uh, Louis, Louis, the, Louis. The uh, the guy's name is Louis Dampier. Um, uh, his nickname is uh, Little Louis. Um, so that's from my brother who's whose nickname in my family is Little Louie um on my dad's side.
0: Is that and, the only reason you added Louie Dampier or like no, no, is he actually good? Because, oh, okay.
1: Because Louie Dampier uh was the all-time leading scorer in the short history of the uh ABA. Um and uh He's
0: got more points than Jimmy Butler.
1: He had a whole <laughs> career though. Jimmy stop him with the Jimmy Butler comment. <laughs>
0: Five thousand points more.
1: <laughs> I am not. I am not backing down on the Jimmy Butler thing. So Jimmy Bucket is going to come through for me. he will be a top ten, a top ten scorer of all time. Uh, Louis Dampier is the all-time leading scorer in the nine-year history of the ABA. Uh, so that's that's saying something. Louis Dampier was a was a. Um, a great uh, scorer, obviously, um, and had a twelve-year career, nine in the the ABA and three in the NBA. Um, and uh, by today's standards, he actually didn't uh, average that many points, but um, uh, by by the standards of the era in which he played, which was 60s, 70s, um, he, was, he was a great, great scorer. So that's Louis Dampier. Um, and, yeah.
0: Love it. Um, spot spot 82, right? Um, yeah. I think this was on, on your list last week, Baron Davis.
1: It wasn't on my list last week. And you know what's crazy?
0: not on your list at all
1: he's on my list
0: oh he's higher okay good baron davis um he's fun.
1: number he's number 82 for me what
0: oh that's cool okay good that is so, a
1: crazy uh, cool. all right
0: you know what this means uh we got to send this to the nba baron davis should be if whenever they do the top 100 players of all time he should be at spot 82 yeah uh, i think yeah. that just just confirms it um
1: that's part crazy of a- <laughs> i i can't believe that that's the same
0: that we had any that that we had any that match up with each other is really impressive to me Uh um, well
1: match up with the same number anyway
0: yeah. yeah or even just in the same group like i was in the top 10 honestly or sorry like in a 10 batch so in the 80s Uh right. baron davis i think just he's a sustained career of greatness but uh obviously he didn't win a whole lot uh all t- long time all-star what i mean by didn't win a whole lot is championships but Yeah, we believe warriors anchored by that dude. And the we believe warriors is one of the most important teams of my childhood. So like ages of 10 to 20,
1: the, the, we believe warriors is one of the most famous, if not the most famous non-championship team ever. Like they're, they're, they're one, they're in there as one of the great teams that never won a championship. And their leader on that team was Baron Davis.
0: I feel you. Yeah, that's that's why that's why I have him there. Um, anything Davis, else you want to say about him?
1: Baron Davis was one of the uh one of the best point guards in the league for a little bit. Uh one of the great scoring point guards ever. Uh one of the strongest guards I've ever seen play the game. Uh great at finishing at the basket cuz he could take contact and still finish. Uh he could shoot the long ball he could shoot from mid range great handle uh super clutch so he was unbelievable and of course he could pass the ball so
0: and um also has more points than jimmy butler <laughs>
1: jimmy butler's career is not over
0: i'm not going to let that go um and then last but not least to round out the uh the the, the next 10 players I feel like this guy should be higher, but I'm okay with where I placed him. Tracy McGrady never won anything. An amazing score and was just absolutely phenomenal to to watch. And I think more importantly, the history of the NBA cannot be told without him because of his 13 points in two seconds. I know it was longer than that. I always forget the actual seconds 13 number.
1: 13 points in, I think, 35 seconds.
0: Like, you, that's never... That's the most clutch performance I think I've ever... 30, in 30, 35 seconds, that's insane. So I just... Tracy McGrady, um, I loved watching you. You were also on my, my team and were extremely successful. So thank you for being you.
1: And for people who don't quite understand how insane that is, like usually you score 13 points in a quarter if you're a good scorer. He scored 13 points in 35 seconds. Like that's crazy.
0: It's I
1: including hitting the game winner.
0: Yep. I, he, it was one of the greatest games of one of the greatest moments in NBA history. And it was against the Spurs. Let's not forget.
1: Yeah. He did that against the dang Spurs who were always good.
0: Uh, At that
1: time, they were always good.
0: But I think, and I think, um, that you would agree with me on this, Stephen. I think the most important thing to remember about Tracy McGrady and his contribution to the game is he has 8,000 more points than Jimmy Butler. (laughs)
1: You know what? (laughs) Keep, keep, keep the Jimmy Butler comments coming. I'm going to laugh in your face when he ends up in the top 10.
0: (sighs) Oh my gosh. And whenever, whenever uh, you send that thousand dollars to me, Steven, I'll take you out for a drink though. I'll take you out for a few of them.
1: All right, but your- <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna send it to you because Jimmy's gonna come through for me.
0: Who's your uh, Who's your number eighty one?
1: My number eighty one is Elton Brand.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Chief I don't know if I could Steve. put him on, but I like that. I li- I like Elton Brand though, as a person and as a player.
1: He, one of his nicknames was Chief Beef by far my favorite nickname of his
0: so uh, how is he as a player
1: elton brand um is one of the more underrated centers ever he had about a 6 year period about five five there was a 5 year straight period where he averaged a double double um every single year and then He kind of drops off a little bit, but there's one more year where he averages uh, a double-double. And it it was always in points and rebounds. Um, The guy would get you, you know, 20-something points on a regular basis for about a five-year period. Um, uh, Started his career in Chicago uh ended up going to the clippers played center for the clippers for a long time he was the best player on that team um uh for a few years and uh uh was part of some epic playoff series uh such as the playoff series i was talking about before in 06 against the uh suns uh the suns were one of the best defensive uh, one of the best teams, not defensive, but one of the best teams and particularly offensive teams in the league uh, that season. Um, And Elton Brand and the Clippers took it to him. Elton Brand was one of the best centers in the league that, that season. And uh, uh, definitely one of the more underrated big guys um, in NBA history. So I got Elton Brand. He was great defensively, great rebounder, Great mid-range jump shooter, great post-up player, and he could pass the ball. So he was unbelievable.
0: Is he still managing the Philadelphia? Yeah, he's still the general manager of the Sixers. Good, good. yeah, he, good for uh, you, Bud,
1: GM of the Sixers. So.
0: And it's so wild. Even in his last year when he was useless, he still made one point five million dollars.
1: Yeah, good for well, you, bro. Good for you. When you're as good as he was, you know.
0: Yeah, another fun fact. Uh, 6,000 more points than Jimmy Butler.
1: <laughs> you know who has more points than Alex Skinner?
0: Uh, I could name you, uh, Steph Curry, Elton Brand, Baron Davis. Jimmy uh, Butler. literally, we could name any of these, any of this. But see, Stephen, this is where we get into trouble, man. We have the same conversation every single dang time. Like, it has nothing to do with if I'm good at basketball, it's how good. Like, I'm, I'm listening of to course, uh,
1: Of course, it's him compared to his peers. I'm just saying. I'm,
0: Listening to uh, Bill Simmons and uh, Ryan Rossillo, they're doing like the top 50 players just like in the league right now. Right. And it's the it's the thing like, yeah, e- easily. Um, oh, what's his name? Who, who they use as an example, like, well, you could use anybody be like, I don't know how you can watch this game and not say that Bradley Beal isn't a top 10 player. And it's of just course. like, well, you just can't... make a list. Just make a list really quick. Let's 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 do the list. Who what would what, what would your list be? Um, you, that's you that's can't... how I feel about some of the some of the statements we say at times.
1: <laughs> Jimmy Butler, I swear to god, I really believe that Jimmy Butler is gonna end up in the top 10 in scoring. I'm not gonna back off of that, and I don't care how many wise cracks you make about where he is on the scoring list right now.
0: Cool. Well, I think, uh, I think that wraps up this week's any other, uh, points that you have to make Steven non Jimmy Butler related,
1: uh, um, uh, next week is going to be fun. Yeah. I'm looking
0: at my list. I think I'm going to be missing 20 players. <laughs> so there's going to be, as we get like to the halfway point on my list, it's going to be like, uh, oh, I just had to throw players in because, uh, I should have just made my entire 100 list uh, because I'm finding that I'm wearing a little thin. Or you're going to get people like uh, Latrell Spreewell at spot 50.
1: Latrell <laughs> Spreewell does not belong on this list.
0: I know, I know, but what's going to happen because I didn't start the list for like from I how I should have started is they start start spot one and who should be there and then you just start building your list out that way. I did not do it that way, so here we are. Uh,
1: and there's a good there's a good mix. Uh, next week of uh, more modern players down to like really old school ones, but they're all really fun to talk about. I'm really excited about it. And there's a certain uh, uh, former Golden State Warriors center, um, who is one of the best centers of all time, who I am really looking forward to talking about because a lot of people don't talk about him and he's super underrated as far as the all-time greatest centers and NBA history go awesome
0: well uh, I hope you just titillated everyone with that little uh, nugget right there and to everyone listening at home or wherever you are the next time that we have something that we want to talk about we hope you give it a listen Up your step for a while Give us one more chance To change your mind